0: Welcome to the Haunted Ride. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Haunted Ride. I'm your host, Melissa Cummins, and thank you for joining me today. Um, I hope you guys had an amazing Thanksgiving. I hope that you were able to either spend it with people that you love, or go somewhere that you love, or eat food that you love. Just have a nice time. I mean, we spend so much time being busy and stressing out about everything in the world. And uh, I mean, in all honesty, the preparation for the holidays is stressful. So I hope you just were able to take some time, at least one day, to enjoy yourself and just have a nice time. I want to remind you guys to please subscribe to the podcast. We are essentially everywhere that you can think of. YouTube, I'm actually working on... Getting that caught up Um, for you guys who do decide to watch it on YouTube. It's not, this isn't a video podcast. So it's audio with a nice image on it. I know that may not be that entertaining to the eye, but in case someone doesn't want to listen to it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or, you know, they happen to find it on YouTube, I, I wanted to make sure that avenue was still possible for people. It is a little behind as far as the episodes go, but I do believe there are three episodes up there, although this episode is episode number seven, so that should show you how kind of behind it is, but, you know, we're we're there too. You can subscribe to us on Facebook, on Twitter. I am actually pretty active on Twitter. I'm on there every day, multiple times a day, commenting and tweeting and doing all that stuff, and so if you want to essentially converse with me the best way possible, I'll be honest, it's probably going to be Twitter if you want to do it on a social media platform. But the most important thing is if you have a story, send it over. You know, send it to the website by going to www.thehauntedride.com or you can email it to thehauntedride at gmail.com. Uh, you can also send your audio file. I'm still actively working on finding a format that will allow you to include attachments on the form on the website. Um, that's been a little tricky. I'm also getting some new software soon. So I think that these episodes will end up sounding a little bit better and being a little bit clearer. Uh, if that is something that's been bothering you, Sorry. It's still, it's still a new podcast. I've, I've only actually been doing this for a month now. I believe I started it maybe halfway through October. And we are now essentially all the way through November. So I want to say about a month. Um, it's been a lot of touch and go and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. And a lot of editing. So the new upgrades will be a great help to this entire process. I also want to let you guys know that I've mentioned it a couple times thus far on the podcast, but I had an amazing discussion with Phil from Ghosts in the Night. He just put up his YouTube video of the entire discussion. So please, you know, you can search him on YouTube. He's on Twitter. He's on anywhere that you can think of. And, you know, it was, it was really great because I had never done an interview before, uh, at, ever, especially not about my supernatural abilities and my supernatural experiences. And I had thought I would be more nervous, but he really, he really just, it was like having a conversation with a friend. He did a great job. He was very supportive. He, um, his show notes are amazing about the podcast and about the episode Um, He was able to actually take something away from my podcast, which was the best feeling to know that I, I was able to help someone because that's why I do this. And I know I've said that numerous times, but that is why I do this. You know, I'm sharing these stories because I want it to be an icebreaker and also because thus far, I'll be honest, I haven't gotten any ghost stories. And I kind of hoped by now that I would, but I get it. I get how difficult it is to share your stories. And I think hopefully if you listen to the podcast, to either his podcast or my podcast, it'll take some of the fear out of sharing your ghost stories. You guys shouldn't be scared to say something that you experienced. And I I read this thing today that anything that you feel is valid. And that's very true. You know, if you feel scared, that is valid that's it's okay to feel that way if you feel like you're concerned you might be judged it's okay to feel that way but you shouldn't have to feel that way and I think that for both myself and Phil on his podcast we are trying to help empower you guys not to feel that way so please check out the episode please you know give his podcast some love give it a listen See how you feel. You know, you can send either of us your stories. Um, again, you can send your stories for me to the at gmail.com or go to thehauntedride.com and go to send us your, your ghost story link. And just, you know, feel feel free to share. It's okay. Now, going into my story today. It's actually a story that I had recorded previously, but I did not include it in the episode because I've been trying to keep them under a certain minute mark and it would have taken it over that. And in addition to that, I felt like I felt like it, it just needed to be re-recorded and have its own sort of title, I guess. Um It's one of the scariest situations that I had ever had happen to me. And I've had it happen twice to me um, because of my abilities, because I'm able to see ghosts and communicate with them, and because I'm also able to channel them. It just, it was hard for me to share it the first time. So I, I just wanted to share it as best as I could now. So in the house... You know, I have my abilities and my senses, and I am kind of like a beacon to everything. And I had seen some, you know, I I love to watch Unsolved Mysteries and a Haunting and the Haunted and all these different shows. And I was very, and I still am obsessed with the supernatural and true crime. Like, I cannot tell you the amount of times I've thought about, hey, like, we could totally include some true crime episode on this podcast right but no that's not what it's for but i think about it every once in a while (laughs) because i do i do like both things it's it's i'm a weird person that's just what i like so i think i had watched an episode a little too close to bed and i started dreaming of this woman who was wet like she'd been drowned she was blue She was sort of screaming. So, of course, I thought, I just watched something too close to the end of the night. And that's all that is. Okay. I had it that night. I had it the next night. I had it the night after that. And then I started having it during the daytime. And I'm not really a a daydreamer at all. So if something happens to me during the daytime, that typically means it's either weighing very heavily on my, my subconscious or it's not subconscious at all. It's not from myself. So finally I decided to entertain the thought that perhaps it was not from me or um, sort of my internal self. And in in my sort of psychic way, I tried to communicate with the spirit. So she essentially like sort of stopped screaming in this broken sort of way And she would talk to me in gibberish. And that was sort of when I was like, okay, no, you know, no, this, this really is not, this is not internal, but it just felt odd and it felt weird. I didn't really get it. I didn't really understand how it was that it it wasn't like I was seeing her as an apparition. She wasn't in the house. This was the first time that I'd seen a spirit who, it, it was almost like, she was in this space that only I could get to, but the space that I could get to wasn't a physical space. Like if you if you believe in different dimensions, different realms and things like that, and or you believe ghosts live in limbo until they, you know, cross over. It was almost kind of like maybe she'd been in limbo, but she was she was all by herself and she was shrouded in darkness. There was no light, there was no anything else. And it really took me a little bit to be like, okay. I'm, I'm, am I sure I'm not just, and, and, and the episode I'd watched of Unsolved Mysteries, of of course today, I don't remember what it was, but it, I I think maybe it might've been a missing woman or it, it was something that was close enough that would make me think that perhaps it was that woman. And I even started to think maybe it's one of those situations where psychically you become connected. And the spirits trying to help you like resolve their unfinished business. Maybe it's a, maybe she's a missing woman. You know, I, I wanted to help her, but something in me was just did not want me to, it didn't want me to help her. It didn't want me to have anything to do with her, which of course was a little weird because I'd help spirits. I mean, I haven't really shared those stories here because I've tried to pick the stories that are the most attention-grabbing um, and has sort of stuck in my memory the most. But I had helped spirits cross over. I had talked to spirits. I had – I I remember there was a neighbor who her father had passed, and she was extremely upset, and she tended to drink a lot, but she started drinking a lot more, and I was able to tell her uh, that her – Uh, Essentially, I just shared a message that her father needed her to hear. That was one of the first times I had ever shared my ability with someone who, I mean, she was a neighbor. I'd known her since I was a kid, since I was born. She'd been on that block. But it was the first time, essentially, that I shared something that strange with someone who wasn't my family. And she accepted it because she none of us would have known. We didn't know her father. None of us would have known how he would have spoken or what he would have sounded like or the words he would have used. So she, she believed me and it helped her. So I I had helped spirits. I'd helped ghosts. I'd helped, you know, things before, but this just, I didn't trust it. That was, that was weird for me to not feel like it was almost like you don't know the limitations of something, like you're, you're wary of it. It was weird for me to have that feeling. You know, she would come to me every night, normally right before I was about to go to sleep. So right before I would put up my shields, because I, I put them up right before I went to bed. I, I still do the same thing now. I don't put them up right at night. I put them up right before I'm going to go to bed to protect myself. And that's kind of when it hit me that it was weird that when I had my shields up, I can see her. I can see her. I can talk to her. I didn't have anything to do with her. It was kind of like this nagging feeling that she's still there. And it would make me more and more weary and more and more weary. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what this is, but I don't think I've ever dealt with something like this. You know, obviously, in my other episodes, I've shared... Interactions I've had with dangerous things, with dangerous beings, with demons, and this was this was different. It was really different. Now, along with this, I will say that I have um, past life regression. I've had dreams of past lives. I've had dreams of how I died in past lives that feel so real. I I feel the pain when I wake up. I've had visions. Of things in past lives. I I know some of their names. Um, it's almost like this extra version of yourself that you can communicate with. It's kind of like an extension of your intuition. And this woman began to attempt to emulate that almost as a way to gain my trust. And I knew I knew she wasn't one of my past lives. I, I would have never felt that way about any of any version of myself um so so it didn't really make any sense that she uh, would would be a version of me she would try to even change her appearance to seem like one of these things one of these versions of me and it was like she kept trying to come in she kept trying to come into me not even like you know the violence that you would you see when people talk about possessions but almost like she was trying to figure out a, a way to like get underneath my defenses and get into me and that was that that when i realized i mean this went on for about two weeks And even after I dealt with it, if I, if my mind ever went towards her, it was almost like it was trying to happen again. And that was after I told her no, after I got away from her. It's kind of that same thing that people tell you or or you see in haunting shows when they say, if you think about this thing, if you discuss this thing, it's going to start up the activity again even though they've cleansed it, even though they've gotten rid of it, it's because this thing was so strong. They got rid of it for you, but it's still it innately is in you. These experiences cling to you. They stay with you. And that's why I remember them 10, 11 years later. So finally, I realized what she was doing and I was like, oh shit, like this is dangerous, like I had never, because it's not like I hadn't had a spirit try, you know, like I said, I can channel spirits, and it's not like I've never had a spirit try, but you have to stay in control, and you have to shut that off if you need to, with her, it was like, I didn't have a choice, I didn't have a way to keep her at bay, like, like, the only thing that saved me was putting up my shields. That's it. But I was almost like, um, it was like a mental attack. It wasn't physical, which is what I was used to. I think that's where the scary part of it was. I was used to physically being attacked. I was used to being attacked in my dreams. I was used to having to fight for that. But mentally? Oh, I had never been attacked that way before. Ever. Uh, by a spirit, anyway. And... The fact that she had enough power to do that was the scary part. Like, this was not something that I had ever dealt with before, or I could even have phantomed, really. I mean, when it comes down to the things that I'd seen in that house, I would have never thought I would have seen any of those things. I mean, it took me, I can talk about it now, but it took me years to finally accept that this happened to me. It was real. And, you know, it doesn't matter if somebody believes me or not. It happened. And I'm allowed to say that. I'm allowed to feel that because that's what, that's the case. There's nothing wrong with feeling that way. But this, this was, I was not prepared for this. And, you know, it's kind of the thing that we're now, now you have paranormal investigators, you know, I'm on Twitter and I swear to you, half of my follow my following, if, if not more, is paranormal investigators. They are in every state, every city, sometimes multiples, every country. You know, now it's a thing, but back then it was not. And, you know, the shows that we had, they didn't talk about how you got possessed. I mean, I remember you had The Exorcist, um, or you even had The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which kind of explained it a little bit, but I believe that by the time that movie came out, What was going on with me had already happened. If I, if I want to, um, timeline wise, I think that's, that's correct. But I, I finally got rid of her and what it took was, and, and I think this is the most important part of the story that I need to share with you. What it took was me putting up my shields, protecting myself as much as I possibly could and saying, this is what is me and this is what is not. And if it is not of me, it cannot be with me because this thing was like attached to me. And that's what's so crazy is I never, I never physically saw her in the house. I have no idea where the spirit came from. And let me be honest with you. I really thought, and I think I mentioned it a couple minutes ago that Maybe this was a woman who needed help. That's part of what let her get as close as she could to me. Because even though I was worried about her and I thought I essentially what I kind of felt like was that she was a crazy human being. And by human being, I mean spirit. But I kind of just felt like she was a little crazy, like a little crazed um, when I first met her. And then but if you meet a spirit who's had a sudden death or and hasn't finished business, sometimes they can kind of come off that way because they don't know, they themselves don't know what's going on. You know, their death was so quick and so sudden, they were like, no, I'm fine. Like, and then it hits them and like, oh, like they kind of go a little insane for half a second and then they come back. And so I thought maybe it was that. I don't, to this day, I don't really know what to call her, but I do know whatever she was, she was evil. And I know, I know I share a lot of those stories. I know I share a lot of the, hey, this was a demon. Hey, this is a negative spirit. Hey, like, whatever. But the reason why I share those stories is because they're the ones really that stuck with me the most. And there's, you know, as I shared last week, there is a difference between negative spirits and demons. But if something's trying to possess you and it's as evil as possible and you you, once you kind of see through the facade you can see what it is that's kind of when you know like this isn't a spirit and that's hard to say and I feel like I almost say that every week with the stories that I tell but spirits positive or negative are in between they have boundaries but they also I mean they can attach themselves to you They can want to be with you. There's tons of stories out there with people who had a spirit attached themselves or get jealous over someone else. And if that person was around, they would do negative things to that person. So to you, they're a positive spirit. To that person, they're a negative spirit. So it's also subjective. But I don't think I've ever heard of a spirit trying to possess someone, like an actual spirit. I think like that is called channeling where it leaves you and then when it tries to possess you and stay with you, that's called something else. This story and even trying to tell this story was really hard for me because the last part of what got me to get away from her was not think of her. I would think about her because I was worried. I was worried I was supposed to help this thing and I wasn't helping it and I wasn't doing my job. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing because I was able to see this thing and no one else could and no one else was going to help it. And and if I could help it, if I could see it, I could help it. And that's what I was supposed to do. But, and it's almost like she appealed to that part of me because I I'm the same way with people. If I can help you, I'll help you. But that doesn't mean that someone won't take advantage of that help. You know, I essentially, that's what happened in the story from last week is someone took advantage of that help spiritually and like a friend. So it's not like I hadn't had that happen before. It's not like I didn't know that could happen, but I really thought that I could help this woman. And I looked at missing, you know, missing. We had the uh, again, you're going to have to remember that I was younger. We had the. Uh, milk carton still with the missing picture I would look at those I would watch on mysteries like a hawk to see if maybe they had a missing person I'd watch other crime shows to see if they had a missing person I would watch the actual news when I won't watch the news to see if there was anything that looked like this woman like I tried thinking she was human but there was that nagging feeling in the back of my my mind that was like she's not she's not human and you can't help her Because it's not what she wants from you. What she wants from you is you. So just... Whatever you do... You know, I see people go on investigations. I see people go on ghost tours. Always protect yourself. Try not to bring anything back with you. Or, you know, try to get advice on how not to bring things back with you. Because in my personal opinion... Somehow she followed me because she wasn't in that house. she wasn't part of that house. I never felt like she came from the house because if I would have felt she came from the house, then I would have known what she was. There wouldn't have been that whole, "Oh, let me help her, let me try to to see if I can fix this for her. There would have been, okay, I know what you are and you're going away." I don't know if maybe I walked past something that I couldn't feel was haunted or I ignored that feeling or maybe we had gone somewhere, but it, it, wherever or whatever it could have been that we would have visited that would have allowed the spirit to come with me, it was really good at hiding itself. I must have either ignored the crap out of it or thought I was going nuts, been too drained to notice, or not have known that place was haunted to begin. with. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, you know, let's go on a haunted ghost. Like, I don't do ghost tours. No. What for? I can just walk into the location and freaking find the ghost. And then it's not going to hide from me. So why would I put myself through that? Like, that's not going to work for me. So I don't know where this thing came from. I mean, it could have just been... There are times when I've been driving past the cemetery and I feel spirits in there. I feel them kind of looking at the fence, like wanting to get out. You know, it could have been something as small as that. So she could have been part of that. She could have been, she could have been anywhere. And that's the thing is like, you have to always try to protect yourself. And I got so much more vigilant about trying to protect myself after that occurrence. And it was, I mean, that was, that was the one time, the one time that something happened, but it only takes one. If I would have done anything wrong during that period, I don't know how much additional suffering I would have had to go through because to to fight her and to get rid of her was mentally taxing. I felt like I had no energy. I felt like which that house as itself, and this is something that I'll talk about once I finish up all these episodes about the house, that house in itself was negative, it was tiring it made me feel like I had no energy. But fight so fighting her, or fighting anything, to be honest with you, was hard. But fighting her was the hardest thing I've ever done. So just one, one story today, because I felt like I really needed to give this I, I, I needed to tell this story. I needed to have someone hear it, and if it at all helps them to make sure that they take care of themselves. Or make sure that they listen to their intuition. And they listen to their senses. And they. No matter how weird. Or how odd it is. That they listen. Then I've done my job. So with that. I'm going to end the episode. Remember to subscribe. Remember to send in your ghost story. By the site. Thehauntedride.com Or email. Thehauntedride at gmail.com Remember to follow Phil and Ghost of the Night. And I'll see you guys again next week. Have a great day and don't let the ghost get you. Bye.